On today's episode of the Nostalgia Test Podcast, special guest musician Bryce Larson helps us put five one-hit wonders from the early 2000s to the ultimate test. Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Nostalgia Test Podcast. I'm Dan Dissinger here in L.A., and I'm here with my longtime friend and co-host, Manny Coelho, there in New York, Manny how are you doing tonight? What's going on, man? Very, very excited about today's episode. Guys, if this is the first time at Lithology, wow, I fucked that up. That's good, meatball. <laughs> I did that. I did that last time too. What's going on, guys? If this is the first time at the Nostalgia Test Podcast, welcome. This is where two longtime friends put our nostalgia pop culture to the test the nostalgia test we decide whether something stays nostalgic or if it passes the test and we enjoy it today and today we are putting early 2000 one hit wonders we took five one hit wonders and we're going to put it to the test and today's a special guest episode guest Guest episode episode. oh awesome yeah today (laughs) we have our special guest with us Bryce Larson there on Long Island, right? Bryce? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's over Island. with me. We're oh. both we're both over here late, Dan. We're okay, neighbors. you're over hey, there. Look. We're, you're over sorry. there. You're, you're over there. It's what eight o'clock over there right now? Almost. Almost and eight. Sun's still up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's almost all the way down. Yeah, you're wearing nice. you're wearing shorts over there. We're Absolutely. still in somewhat kind of like not sure if winter is gone yet. I was 100% wearing shorts today. It was in like the high 80s. It was air conditioning weather. It was, you know, quite beautiful. Uh, but, nice. you know, Bryce, we're, thank you so much for being here. Uh, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and then we'll knock down this list. I'm a musician on Long Island. I've been playing, you know, around this area for, for years and years. I was in a, I was in a, I started in a band called Stealing Jane and then I did American Idol. I've been making my living performing for the past you know 20 years and uh i also i'm a middle school teacher and uh dad and uh aspiring uh podcaster <laughs> tonight actually what's funny about this uh since uh nobody nah, everyone else uh doesn't know this but bryce uh we're like i guess we're acquaintance slash friends slash we've we've known i've known you since you were in uh, hijinks right um and you're married to like I think she's my cousin. We never know. Cousins. We yeah, go I mean, through the, like Portuguese. Everyone says they're cousins, enough. but we're not yeah. really, we're not really <laughs> sure. But there's, there's a, we, we see each other. Bryce has performed at Lithology Brewing, at Lithology Brewing in Farmingdale. Um, shameless plug here. So shameless plugs. L I T H O L G Y Brewing. You know, if you guys uh, want yeah. to taste uh, some local beer, hear some uh, lo- local music, Bryce has uh, performed at a couple of our anniversary uh, yeah. parties. So mm-hmm. when we actually get... And then in the beginning of the pandemic, we did that uh, that remote thing. That was cool. Yes, we did. Yeah, you you raised some money for uh, a group that gives out some uh, money uh, of people who need help Farmingdale. in Farmingdale. So, yeah, that was great. Appreciated that, as always. But, uh, yeah, so I can't wait for this one. Um because we have a perspective of a, a musician 
You know, what's great too is that you play, you perform at bars and stuff too. So I'm not even sure if you get these on requests, but I'm sure maybe one or two of them come on requests. I'm not sure. That's why I was glad that you got, um, you said yes to this episode. Yeah. So can't wait to dive in. So, so Dan, what's the list? Oh boy. For everybody, so, even though it's in your notes, it's in the uh, newsletter, subscribe, yeah. like, share. So, so, the, so the can list- I do that? <laughs> <laughs> so the list of songs that we're doing is Bad Day by Daniel Powder, which is actually really funny. Like Bryce said, you said that you performed on American Idol that you went on because that song was just an American Idol like classic. That song, Everybody used it, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. But that I, song was actually played as um I think it was one or or season three. It was like when people left and got voted off, bad day yeah. <laughs> was the song. Thing. Oh, I loved it. So yeah, bad day by Daniel Powder. My neck, my back by Kia. Teenage dirtbag by Weed. Oh, you just skimmed over that. <laughs> my neck, my back. You just next. Oh yeah, we got. We got to get the and that one. Come on, I can't wait to dive into that yeah, one. Dive into it. Okay. Uh, Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus, Bulletproof by LaRue, and Handlebars by Flowbots. Now, th- this is such a weird list. I, I was putting it together and sending it out. I was like, the early 2000s had some fucking weird songs. And like this all were on these one-hit wonder lists. And I was like, these are big songs, especially Bulletproof and My Neck, My Back and Bad Day. All these were huge. But then these these groups and artists just like whoosh, goodbye like fell off the face of the earth so i have to interrupt for a second the what i didn't see on the list and i'm sure you thought about remember sean kingston he was like a three-hit wonder oh yeah but we yeah. should definitely test him out at some point because he <laughs> dude he was for a while like for that like summer he was like anything anybody was talking about getting paid like five to six thousand dollars to show up at places he was a terrible rapper yeah i'm saying it he was terrible yet he had three major hits that were like oh, yeah. major summer songs. I feel like if you're a musician and you get summer hits, it's like, all right, yeah, yeah. just like milk it for all it's worth. Oh, that for really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it lasts forever. Yeah. It's so almost like Christmas songs. Like if you get a summer hit, whew, God. The the career that I always wanted, wanted was Eve 6. Holy nostalgia. <laughs> Eve 6. <Yes. laughs> like two or three like two or three songs that you can sing along to and then forever they're just they're just making money playing colleges and like little little, little gigs like nobody nobody's ever not you want to go see Eve 6 sure I'll go see Eve 6 yeah. it was funny yeah <laughs> oh my god that's so funny oh my god. yo it's a steady paycheck it's a steady yeah, paycheck that's what I'm saying you know that's what I'm saying you can't, you can't hate on songs. Oh. It's, kind of, it's kind of like what was the name of the band that did two princes we we talked yes. about them on one of our episodes spin doctors spin yeah, doctors. oh my god like, I'm I, met sure. my, I met my wife's brother when we were opening up for them scary oh. i have i have a lot of uh scary memories attached to that man really <laughs> no not really i was just nervous oh, oh my that's god. great you opened up for them for, so we played the gig and then i got off stage and i shook their hands and then made a little bit of small talk, and then I was like, before I mess this up, I'm going to go to the merch table. <laughs> I just hung by the merch table the rest of the night. <laughs> this is going to be a tough episode because, like, Bryce is going to be playing some songs here, and we have to judge the songs. But yet Bryce is playing it, and I'm enjoying you playing it. So it's like, yeah, okay, no, we, we are like, I'm not shitting on you. I'm just sitting on the song. Right, right. So I just want to let it. But you got to throw that out there. I can handle it. I've been to American Idol. <laughs> oh, yes. 
Oh man! So here wow. Yeah, it's like it's just two of us going after you yeah. instead of no, like no a million. So why don't we get started with the with that song with "Bad Day"? We might as well just Bad Day right there. Sure. Dan, let's do some facts on that. What's going on? What did, what was that the highest it got? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you one nostalgic thing about Bad Day. Yeah. Is first time I saw the video. Uh, it was the first trip I ever took with my wife. She was girlfriend at the time. We went to Italy and we were staying in this like $30 a night hotel. And that song was like really popular in Europe before it came to America. And it was on every like 20 minutes, the, the video. Everywhere. Everywhere. And I remember just like, it was just constantly on. Every time we would come back to the room, it was on. And it brings, listening to that song brings me back to that time in our That's lives cool. when we spent five weeks in, in Europe for like $1,200, which is, blows my mind that that's all it cost five weeks in Europe yeah, back then. Um, but this, that's what that song does to me. Um, yeah. I don't even care what the song's about. It just like brings me to that exact yeah. moment. Just a little bit about Bad Day. So Bad Day is a pop okay. song from Canadian singer Daniel Powder, self-titled second studio album from 2005. It was written by him and produced by Jeff Dawson and Mitchell Frome. Daniel Powder recorded the song in 2002, but uh, was initially unable to record, find a record label to release it. Uh, the song was first used in a French Coca-Cola television advertisement uh, for Chris in Christmas of 2004 before its official release. After its European success, it was released in the U.S., where it topped the Billboard Hot 100, Pop 100, Adult Top 40, and Adult Contemporary charts. In 2006, it became the first song ever to sell 2 million digital copies in the U.S., as well as being measured by Billboard as the most popular song of the year inside of the U.S. and the first under its new system. So that's a little bit. There's some other things I'm going to like bring up as well. But just to put it out there of how successful this song was, you couldn't go anywhere without, you know, running into this song at all. It was everywhere. I mean, everybody loves like a depressing song, you know, it makes you feel better somehow. I don't know why, but yeah. like, of course, you feel like you're not alone. Yeah. And the video itself, I it's like, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the video. It was, it was good. I thought it was, it's cheesy. I like the crisscrossing of the lives going on that they never, they're le leading like, they're just miss, missing each other. So yeah. that was an interesting video, but Bryce, let's hear some. Let's hear some. So it goes like, goes a little something like this. It's a, it's a piano song. Yeah. So I'm gonna play it on guitar. your reaction to this song it's more fun to play than it is to listen to for me 
it's more fun to play, you said? Yeah, than it is yeah. to listen to. I feel like this gets old, like when I'm listening to it. Yeah. At this point, Which, besides the fact that it was like that part of the nostalgic part of like me going back in that time, hmm. it does get old quick. Like we've done music song, uh, tests on this podcast. And I, I tell Dan all the time, some songs are just like one minute and I'm good. Like I'm like, okay, that was good. Little dip, I'm out. Yeah, like, I was just thinking like, I'm going to throw this in sets but I'm going to cut it before the second verse. And what I'm going to do is sing the last chorus first. Cause the last chorus is the one where it gets those bluesy notes and like, yeah. he, he like makes it bigger, you know? So I'm just yeah. going to do verse one, last chorus, next song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense too, because like when I was listening to it, I was like, trying to get through the whole thing I, like i the challenge for me is like when we do these music things is like listen to the full song do not veer what like i have to put the song to test because that's you know whatever the only thing that kept me going was like in my mind i'm like this was one of the funniest things about american idol was like the montage yeah, the of people just going yeah, home and playing this oh we're, God, we're saying this to a guy who got kicked out i feel bad no, but, but listen like, crazy, crazy thing i've never seen an entire episode of american idol like yeah. my wife recorded some of the stuff that I was on and I've seen like the parts that I was on, but not even all the parts that I was on. I just like, I don't know. I get, when I watch that show, I, I zone out. I'm not like, I, 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 I like to watch the parts where they're training. There was one time uh, Smokey Robinson was on there and that's how my wife convinced me to, to audition. Cause I was like, Oh, you work with these guys. Oh, all right. I'll try that. You know? Yeah. But then like every time they're singing, I'm like, I'd rather go see that band play, you know, most of the time. Every once in a while, there's a fantastic performance, but like, I don't know. Yeah. But so like, I don't remember this song. I don't associate it with American Idol in my head. Oh. I associate it with everywhere I went, it was on the radio, like everywhere I went. And you don't get requests of this? Like Whatever. You're, you're no. like, no. Yeah, it is a weird song to request. Yeah, Manny, where are you going to like? <laughs> I'm just trying to think about like, someone's really depressed yeah. if they're like, you might get it now during the pandemic. Like, they're like, I'll oh, just put this on. <laughs> like, no, everybody's having a fucking bad year. <laughs> I think that people would be happy to hear a little bit of it. Like, you know, like I was saying before, I think that like if it came on a little bit, they'd be like, oh yeah, this song, you know, and then like ready for that. Like yeah, you said, like you dip, you, you, yeah. you dunked it and you're out. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm done. Yeah. You can't you. get through this whole song. Like, this no, is a hard no. one for me to get through. I was just like, yeah. all right, he had a bad... It almost was like but the video yet. where the video was like, he's on the bus and all that stuff. And I was like, I felt like I was on the bus because I take a bus <laughs> to work. And I was like, when you're on the bus, you're like, oh my God, I've got to get there. And it's like every stop, you're like hoping you're moving past the stop to get there. It's like someone hits the bell and you're like, oh, it's going to be like, that song is going to hit in my head. Yeah. And it's going to be, <laughs> I'm be laughing on the bus. Like thinking like, why am I thinking of this song? Oh, right. Because this video. No, but how many times did we actually listen to this song all the way through? I, I don't know, man. I, I could tell you the first time I did, I did a lot. Like I'm yeah, watching the video. And I'm like, oh, my God, that was it. Like, I watched the full video. It wasn't, like, just, like, yeah. in, and, like, when this came out, don't forget, we didn't have, like, smartphones to distract us while right. other things are on. Just, like, you know, everything that you do now, like, there's two screens at you, sometimes three. And so, like, you sat there and watched this, the video. You sat uh, there. Because yeah. there, was there wasn't a lot of, like, singer-songwriter hits at the time. I feel like it was kind of, like, the beginning of a wave a little bit, you know, where like yeah. from there we got like the John Mayers and the mm -hmm. you know when when did right. he start he started like in the two thousands right like yeah it was like yeah at the end of high school then they compare him like he was like the 
the next Dave Matt, like he learned from oh, Dave yeah. Matthews or a protege yeah, of yeah, Dave yeah. Matthews. Like that was yeah. like the whole like uh, I don't know. Yeah. It might have been that's why he like lost his mind <laughs> for a while and then came back. <laughs> but like it's funny, I'm looking at some of the song facts on this, and this was so big, right? Then yeah. in 2008, he put mm-hmm. out his second album, and it's just like it got little attention. And then his third album was released independently. So literally, he had this hit. It was huge. Two years later, he puts, he puts a new album out, and everyone's like, "No one gives a shit." Like, wow! Yeah. Like, but you can say that about like David Great, right? Is that the yeah? Guy, that's like, what I was thinking. That's the other yeah. guy I was thinking of. Maybe it also was the Canadian thing because here it says, when this hit number one in the U.S., Powder became the first Canadian to top the U.S. charts since Nickelback <laughs> did it with "How You Remind Me" in 2002. <laughs> How you remind? Me. He he kicked out "How You Remind Me." Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we got that to thank him for. Dan, I'm, I'm going to put this to the test. Let's move Go on to it. the next song. I say it's nostalgic. It's It just kind of stays there. We've said it. I'm not even putting this on, like, as ironic, like, uh, playlist just to play on a jukebox just to fuck wow. with anybody. Like, that's that's torture. Yeah, yeah I don't want to accidentally listen to the whole thing. No. <laughs> Next time, if I go somewhere where Bryce is at, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, play it. Just let, just just do do the one like do the one minute." For my neck, my back, and I'm still yeah. Saying, no. <laughs> but yeah, I agree, Manny. I I agree. This is just nostalgic. It doesn't pass the test because yeah. I don't even want to hear the verse. Like I, I like to me the the part that I remember is the chorus, and then after that, yeah. I'm just like, "All right, like I think I'm." I've had enough. I'm good. You said your thing. You're done. You know, it's not Today a bad, is bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. He like, shouldn't have called it bad you know. day. Maybe that was the problem. What's he know? No, it's not a problem. It did really bad freaking day. well. It did really well. Yeah, at exactly. the time. But then his second. I don't think he cares that it's not lasting now. Like he made his bank and, you know, I don't know. I'm sure he might, he's, he's trying he really might, hard. He shouldn't. Yeah, really hard. He's trying, really, He's trying hard. really hard again. I hope he yeah. like saved some of the money that he made off of it. He probably didn't because the record company probably screwed him. But like, yeah. you know, when it's your first. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, that's a big hit. Big song. And that's before like Spotify, where like that's a right. big hit, you get millions of views. And it's like talk you see Daft Punk talking about how they have they, they made two grand from uh, Get Lucky from Spotify. <laughs> two thousand dollars from get lucky <laughs> the music wow. like that's the kind of song that used to set somebody up for life yeah, yeah. wow so this wow. is before that time this is the time he was selling cds people were buying cds he was selling tapes probably he was selling yeah. uh, rec- uh digital copies he was you, you just said he had two million yeah. digital copies sold right so yeah. like it was a, it was a golden era right there for for everything as far as yeah. making money on the song oh yeah sure yeah, now you can. I wonder if he toured with it. Did I'm he, sure like, he did. What, you, know, like, right? you know? But that's the thing about a one-hit wonder. But like that's that. all like, he had. Like, people were like, just play Bad Day! Play Bad Day! Yeah. Like, a, this is not my Eve 6 thing, because up until today, if I saw Daniel Powder on a... I wouldn't know. I know Bad Day. I didn't know his name. That's true. You know what I mean? True. I didn't either. Totally didn't. I thought it was a totally different person. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you what he looked like. I didn't think he was a one-hit wonder. I thought this this guy had like two or three more hits after, and I'm thinking of somebody else. And I'm trying to think of who I'm thinking of. James Blunt? Are you thinking James Blunt? That's it's James Blunt. James Blunt had a couple hits. Of, yeah, I think it's James Blunt. James Blunt definitely had a couple other like hits. Like three or four. Yeah. 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 So I think right, so I we, thought this was the first James Blunt. They're, they're, all the, they're all the same person. 
But yeah, what do you think, Bryce? Uh, put it to the test. What you got? Oh, I get a vote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I got like I said, it's most of the song doesn't pass the test, but the first verse and the last chorus is coming out of hiding, hiding for me. All right, <laughs> we brought it out. We brought it out, Bryce. <laughs> This one, this one is going to probably be a quick one because I don't think Bryce is going to play this one for us. Oh, well, come on. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, this song made me uncomfortable in high school and it still makes me uncomfortable. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do like my little, uh, you know, anecdote of like when I remember this song. So I was 17 years old around that time, I guess. I was working at Sports Authority and we were going to a snowboarding trip with everyone that worked at Sports Authority. So it ranged from like 17 year old me and my mother and in between, right? Everyone's there. And there was a woman who was there who loved with other women and loved this song and played it for 30 minutes straight. On a loop. On a loop, singing this loud as hell, just, I was, you want to talk about being uncomfortable? I'm like, I'm 17. I'm like, all right. And like, you know, she's just screaming <laughs> my neck, my back, lick my. Oh <laughs> yeah, my she God. was the manager. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. Cause you know, you snowboard trips, you're drinking in the car, you know, whoever, you know, I was probably driving cause I was the 17 year old. And um, when people complain about music now and they right. say that how lyrics are terrible, I'm like, do you remember the 90s? Like, <laughs> the early 2000s. do you remember yeah. every, what everybody's talking about? You know, like, yeah. I've seen people really talk about, like, bag it up. Like, do you know what he's talking about when he's talking about you got to bag it up? I like the way you work it. No diggity. You got to bag it up. Like, another Hasselhoff hit. Uh, yeah. that and then this. No, but that you can sell. That you can. That's yeah, you can. Like, yeah. But this was this like you you're talking about like people like lost their mind during WAP, and I'm yeah. like, it's no, this effort. song took WAP to school. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. and taught you how to get WAP. Yeah. I have to go get her wipe. Right. <laughs> That's what this. Was. Well, because WAP is an acronym. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we're gonna make. It no, an but acronym. they say it in the song. Yeah. Yeah, but this, this, in this but I feel like this song, house. like my my neck, my back is like when they mix this song, they're like, we're gonna make sure everyone can hear every single word yeah. so clearly, <laughs> like we're not hiding what it Absolutely. is. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's totally. definitely what the mindset was for sure. Oh man, and I'm not pulling any punches. No, this song since since Bryce is not gonna play it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Here we go. Make everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, God. My neck, my back, lick my... <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, man, the video's even crazier. I'm glad this song exists. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm no. not going to sing it for you. Let me ask you this. Dan, <laughs> Dan, did you listen to the whole song? I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was planning on bringing all my gear, setting up, doing my loops, you know. And then I was like, is he going to do his loops? By the time <laughs> I got the last, uh, by the time I got the last kid in bed, I was like, uh, microphone, here we go. Guitar, yeah. Um, but though, when I was listening to that song, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to lay down the beat and let them talk. Because <laughs> the beat's yeah. awesome. I mean, I'm looking at the lyrics right now. It's all on the surface. They're not doing Yeah, yeah. That's why I love it. I think that's why, to me, single like, entendre. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like 
It's like, what is that a metaphor for? No metaphor. Nope. <laughs> no me- these are instructions. Oh, it's, exactly. It's it, these are instructions. Yeah. That's all it is. It's like if you God. bought a woman at Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then, except there would be no words in that manual, I guess. <laughs> she was like, you know what? I'm sick of it. You know, people need to know. Guys need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why we're going to just, 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 just going to put it out. Like, yeah, like women should thank her. For guys to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like, it's like, how old are you? Oh, you're, 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 you're 16, you say? Oh, okay. Listen to this song. You're 16. <laughs> you're going to need this one. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. You want girls to really like you, even really? though you might be a dick? Listen to this song. <laughs> oh, man. That is so funny. This song, I mean, it's, a, you know, just a little bit about it. It's a song by America. Wait, there's, there's more facts? Yeah, the song itself is just facts. 2002 is a lead single from her debut studio album, Thug Misses. Owing to its sexually explicit lyrics, an edited version of the song, My Neck, My Back, was released to a mainstream radio. The song reached number 42 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. It also reached number four in the United Kingdom two years later at number 12 in Australia. Now, you might say 42. That's not a one-hit wonder. But I would say this song was on the radio a lot, that edited version. This song was played a ton. But the edited version is hilarious they like they're like let's just record a new song like this is a brand new song much. i mean i don't know if i heard the edited one i mean i'm sure i heard it on the radio when i was younger but like <laughs> i guess like, it's always played you always you you hear the right words like the edit doesn't like huh. the edit doesn't change the word that you hear oh <laughs> <Like>, yeah <laughs> there's it, maybe maybe you don't, your ears don't hear it but your brain still does you know yeah i mean once on the edited version once she goes my neck my back and then like you get to the edited parts it's just like where else are we going yeah like, we know where we're going yeah so like we right. get it it's um, like when you watch uh when you watch die hard on tnt and he's like keep it uh, and mr falcon <laughs> Why did they even do it? What's the, it's actually yeah. worse. It's just like, <laughs> how why not just say yippee kaye and done? Like, yeah. yippee kaye, right. cut just to the, the next scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just just keep the explosion <laughs> in it. Like, well, I would like uh, just a beep. Like, then just put a beep yeah, in yeah. it. Just like that. My would, neck, my back. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's a complete reversal of hip hop uh, culture of the 90s. Like, yeah. It was such a rebuke almost. All the adults said, I remember growing up, was like, it's, it's so chauvinistic and they're just there. It's just a, a guy with a bunch of women around him. This yeah. is a woman with a bunch of naked dudes around him, around her, you know? Like, this is the exact opposite. My thoughts with the WAP correlation here. Yes, this was empowering for women. Yes, this was. But it was, there was still at the time, like, this is great, but over there. And like with WAP, that's why everybody's mad is that now she's playing on the Grammys and it's the same song. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like now we're like it took what it took 10 years now before the same song came back around. And now the whole world is saying, oh, yeah, this is a good song to have, you know, or half the world is saying and half the world is yelling at it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's why things don't change, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, but the establishment is accepting it now. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like at that point, like even before this song in the 90s, you had like Foxy Brown, you have Lil' Kim, yeah. and they were like laying the groundwork. Then right. you have this song by Kia, and then like 20 years or so later, you have WAP, right? 
Right. What's funny though, I like what you said, Bart. It's about the idea of like how even video, like in Manny, like too, like how you have a oh, this woman with a bunch of naked dudes around her, and she like looks like the shit. Like she's like these yeah. guys are like my minions, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm not saying anything about you know WAP is pretty much the same thing. But what's funny is about WAP is like it's just them, like they're dancing, right? Like yeah. it's like these dudes worship me and I'm going to have them worship me. And like, the, I'm the shit. I guess it's a different times, you know, now it's more like, I don't need them. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Sure. I mean, we're also seeing a lot more different things in that, even with like cartoons now, like frozen was the first, uh, it's a weird correlation here, but I'm <laughs> thinking about it. no, but if you go back to like men, like no. Frozen was a very popular. The title of this podcast is the connection between yeah. neck back WAP and Frozen. Yeah. I mean, but it ends like where she, they don't need a man to save yeah. the like happy ending. Yeah. Like, yeah, she, yeah. You, you know, like I, that blew my, the first time I saw that, I was like, yeah, I, mean, I definitely took a double take. I was like, oh, wait a minute. It's not the prince. Crazy that it took this long to get to that. <laughs> like and it's a crazy correlation i get it but like it's hitting all yeah. parts of uh like and you know what world. as a dad of young kids i've seen that frozen ending as many times as i've heard this song probably more <laughs> <laughs> bryce you brought up like wap and this song like you think wap is, was more accepted than this song back then or that this song wasn't just yeah, like, i think that, that, this song, didn't see it that I think much that this song back then i feel like culturally there was uh, the, the the kids that were listening to it and the, and the people that made it had a, had something to say and you can tell from this video that's intentional the fact the way that they fl- they like intentionally flipped roles in that video you know that's mm. not just like oh let me do what guys are doing They're, that's like we're gonna make a statement here and I feel like the the way that or the way that I received it as when I was younger I didn't get that nuance and I was a little bit more I, I just feel like the record labels were just looking to cash in on this and they weren't going to take it to the Grammys. They weren't going to take it. Not that it, no. not, listen, not that I think this is a Grammy contender, but I'm just saying it was like, there wasn't the uh, discussion, you know, it was, you listened to it or you didn't, and you didn't talk about this song. They didn't even want to make it well, quote unquote back then. They didn't have clickbait, but they didn't want right. to make it a headline because right. it's like, this doesn't fit the narrative. It, the way we gonna, to do Cause it. it's going to go anyway. It doesn't matter. You just, this is the kind of thing. If Napster was around, it would have been like, just blew up. You know, oh yeah, everybody's just gonna share. It. Like, check out this song, or yeah. check out this. You know, now that you're saying that, I as a kid, I took it as like a joke. Yes, like it was like yeah. a joke record. It yeah. was like because I got high. Yes, it's like <laughs> kind of like yeah, yeah, like yeah. oh, is this a comic record? That might have been intentionally done to not bring more light to it. Like whoa, so. whoa! If you do this, like so. they're portraying women to be more powerful than men, and that they have control over men. Like. Yeah. In this, and just showing, know, you know. I don't know how intentional that was with the money behind it. I just think that the way that the people that had money behind this received the song was different from the way the people that made this song. They were sending different messages, you know. Well, you know, it's funny, like the, the music video, I'll give this fact out there and then we can actually, you know, if we want to evaluate this. But like yeah. the video, the one that was released in the United States, we all know we saw it like the her by the pool and all and then these different scenes and stuff like that, um, you know, getting a massage and by a dude and but also like being like pretty much like the queen, queen. of space. Right. Yeah. Now, in the UK, a different video was used, which did not feature 
Kia. Instead, it depicted a group of bikini-clad models washing a Hummer H2 in a seductive manner while lip-syncing the words to the wow. song. Wow. So, so that's so that that right there, that's the label saying this this demographic can't handle it. Right? That's so fucked up. Like, but think yeah. about that. Like you remove the artist from the video. So you actually re- take away like any how powerful labels were, man. Going. Yeah. Yeah. That's so how like powerful they were. They're, they're, they still have power, but not like that. No, not like that. To remove an entire artist from their song yeah. and then just putting models around, lip syncing her words. That's wow. That's kind of crazy. This is why she's a one hit wonder. Then wipe her off the face of the music industry. Basically. Nobody's gonna pick her up again. Yeah. And she knew yeah. her hip hop. I mean, she there was a reference to Outcast as like all yeah. you know, but other references in the song. So that it's not like she was just making a song. No, you don't she, yeah, you don't get there without going through some trial rounds here, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say that I think uh, this song, uh, My Neck, My Back, passes the nostalgia test for me. I still think it's a jam. I think if you put this on somewhere and people are going to dance with people are going to like it. I think, Manny, if you play this in Lithology. L-I-T-H-O-L-G-Y Brewing. <laughs> Dude, this is getting, be a depending on when you're playing this, uh, it's, <laughs> it's definitely a, a DJ set. This song, people are, they're dancing to the song. People are getting down to it. Whether or not they're thinking about it, how deep we just went into it and connected. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't no, but think. But there's a chance now. But I, but I think, yeah, would. I think there that's true. There was a chance in the, in the 2000s, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I think there's very few people that have thought about it this way. That Something that I, I, like as a teacher that I've seen with the younger generation right now that worries me a little bit is like, you see a lot of these artists that they listen to and, you, and I see an interview with them or they show me these interviews and it's like, who are your inf- influences? And their influences are like people their own age. They don't listen to anything past like five years ago. Yeah. And they're yeah. just recreating the same thing that they heard five years ago. Yeah. And they don't know where that came from. They don't know where they think before that came from. So if I'm putting my vote for this one to come back and not be nostalgic anymore, I think that it's important for the younger generation and for people to remember this song. And to remember that, like, there was a WAP before WAP, you know, that, like, this, yeah. that, that, like, that Cardi B didn't make this up. Yeah. Um, she's, she, that, that there, that there was a life before. Oh yeah, she God. wasn't the first to do it. Right. Yeah. Manny, what is your vote? All right. Uh, I'm saying definitely passes. It's, it's a jam. Like, the, the, like Bryce said it before, like, uh, he was embarrassed to sing the song, which I understand. But having the beat, <laughs> the beat is a sick beat. I mean, it's, it's a jam. Yeah. It's a jam. You're getting people up and moving their ass on, onto this song. Yeah. Forget about like it. Just like play the instrumental, and you're just like you're hanging out. It's a, it's a good time. Kia, call us. Get in touch with us at nostalgiatest at gmail.com. We want to interview you. Who know, who knew that we would get this deep into? <laughs> I thought this was gonna like, be a fast. Like a I thought we were gonna go fast on like this a one. Dissertation on this song. Oh my god, that was amazing. It was written, <laughs> yeah. And it was three. <laughs> I, was, I, we got into like Bryce's, what? like, uh, you know, uh, sorry, we went to school with oh, Bryce. So, so the next oh, one is, um, Teenage Dirtbag. We, this um, one we can do. That's right, let's see, it. go, go so, for it because I don't know if I have much greatness to say about this. Yeah, yeah, you no, don't? it's, it's no. a fun, it's a fun chorus. Yeah, go ahead. Her name is Noelle I have a dream about her She rings my bell I got to clap She doesn't give a damn about me 
again, I'm kind of done. Yeah, yeah. Although I really do want to hear, like, if I were to play this song, I would want to get to the, the, uh, the I got two tickets to Iron Maiden part. Yo, I got two tickets to Iron Maiden, baby. When the girl starts singing. Yeah. This song. Or it's actually him, right? Dark. It's all him, I think. Yeah. He's just singing like a girl. It's funny because my wife was like, when we were. When we were driving home, I'm listening to it, and she's out. She's like, "Are you gonna make me listen to all these songs?" Yeah. She's like, "Is this a woman or a man?" And I was like, yeah. "I actually don't remember." It. And dude, yeah. I just need to say this: this is a dark song. So I'm on Genius, looking at it, and I'm going to the chorus. In a 2012 interview with Tone Deaf, Weedus frontman Brendan Brown revealed the inspiration for the iconic chorus. It came from the summer of 1984 on Long Island when I was 10 years old. That summer in the woods behind my house. There was a satanic drug-induced ritual teen homicide that went down, and the kid who did it was called Ricky Casso, and he was arrested wearing an ACDC t-shirt. That made all the papers, and the television, obviously. And here I was, 10 years old, walking around with a case full of ACDC and Iron Maiden and Metallica songs, and all the parents and the teachers and the cops thought I was some kind of Satan worshiper. So that's the backdrop for that song. Furthermore, the chorus serves as an act of defiance <laughs> against conservative parents. Just because you listen to Iron Maiden doesn't mean you're a bad kid. What Dude. the f***? Oh, This song was way more fun before you told me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Bryce and I live on Long Island. Oh, wow. God. Wow. 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 Dude. 1984. I don't think I've ever even heard that story. You know that Tony song? What year is that song? Make oh, yeah. That was, that was based on like a news report of a, wow. really? of a rape and murder. Yeah. Wow. See, now, I, after reading that, I'm like looking at it, I'm like, why did they do the video that wide? That right. Wide? The whole song is just. Labels. Hit. Labels in the 2000s. Yeah, That's why. like they were just like, all right, this is way too dark. Let's yeah. put you in a dumb bucket hat. And well, like, I felt like that was like. Uh, I think the bucket hat was him. Yeah, the bucket hat <laughs> okay. was definitely. I think that was comes up also like Blink One Eighty Two era and like Good Charlotte and right. Right. Uh, some Forty One. Two thousand. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. So they were trying. He, he didn't so pull it off. The label. The label thought they had another one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but he was. Yeah. He was deeper than that. It, it, there. There is something. You watch the video. And there's just something, there's like a puzzle piece that doesn't fit. And now yeah. that you say that, it makes a little more sense. It, yeah. But I always thought it was just because, like, uh, whenever you try to throw a song with movie clips, that also just kind of, like, yeah. doesn't fit. Yeah, wasn't you that know? the movie Loser or whatever it's yeah, called? Like, yeah. after, the music yeah. video is just... It's just it's like a trailer for the movie, pretty much. Yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 unless you're rock, unless it's Rocky Four, like it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but um, "Teenage Dirtbag" is a song by American rock band Weedus. It was released in July 2000 as the lead single from their debut album. The song was written by guitarist and vocalist Brendan Brown. It was inspired by a childhood experience of his, which we just heard. Um, the song was successful in Australia, spending four weeks at number one, being certified triple platinum and becoming the second best single of 2000. It also reached number one in Austria and Flanders while I don't know what, while peaking at number Flanders. two in Ireland, Germany and Flanders. The United Kingdom. And it was certified t- double platinum in 2018. It was sold. It sold five million copies worldwide as of 2014. I can't believe it got that much hit. Yeah. Like. Like we just heard a song that did it. Like you said, of the Blink One Eighty Two stuff, it was riding that wave. 
and it had the movie behind it, which I yeah. think that movie was a little bit of a hit. I mean, it had had some stars. And I mean, yeah, it was Jason Biggs was in it yeah. right after. And it was uh, right after American Pie. That American was, Pie. It was like his next thing. So everybody it wasn't was yeah. a hit. I'm looking at Loser right now. Budget twenty million. Box office eighteen point hmm. four. So, I don't know. I thought I watched it a couple of times, but yeah. I mean, that's that. Maybe it's just because we were losers and we relate to the song <laughs> and yeah. the movie. And I this just was just all for us. This yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> specifically, all, three Long Island losers that just were like, you know, what I guess we go to the diner. We now. we listened and downloaded it so many times that. Uh, oh man! Yeah. Yo, quick, uh, quick side story. My um, one of my good friends uh, when he was the drummer in, in Steely Jane. And he uh, he left to play with Weedus for a couple of years. So they a funny story with them is they asked him to play digital drums, I guess, which makes sense now that I'm watching that video. There's all those like, yeah. so he didn't he wasn't he wasn't able to use real drums. He had to use like digital drums, and uh, it drove him nuts because then he got home and like couldn't because when you hit a digital drum, it's the same sound no matter what you do, no matter where you hit it, it's always the same. So when you get on a real drum set, you're just used to being able to hit it anywhere, and it's like. You have to kind of yeah. learn how to ride that bike a little bit, you know. Does it have handlebars? And that's a nostalgia test tangent. Oh, oh, segway. No, <laughs> <laughs> no oh, that's crazy. Talk about a segue. Did did he did he like being in the band? Like we're gonna call it out right now. No, I think he. I no. mean, I think they fired him. I'm not sure. Yeah, I get a vibe well, that well. they that they fired him, but uh, I mean, he was too good for them. I, what, do I, he, he was, what do they know? What do they know? They got one hit. Yeah. Well, now he's playing with uh, now he's playing with Des Rocks, which is uh, Epic Records uh, rock band that's crushing it right now. Well, up until the pandemic. I mean, the band's <laughs> name. Just to go back to it. Yeah. Like, I mean, is there? You got a story for that one that's gonna just break my heart? It is. Uh, <laughs> no, we're just gonna. You know, they just wanted to be called like be mistaken for Weezer. You know, they were uh, just like. You know, I bet that's probably what it was. I mean, I'll, I'll this is right a now. manufactured yeah. band. Somebody, his his best friend choked on Wheaties, and now it's. Yeah, it's like Wheaties. It's like. Oh my god! It's like weed and Wheaties. Or breakfast, like breakfast of losers. All right, <laughs> let's let's rush this because I don't even want to. I don't want to. I don't want to analyze this more. I, I'll just say this. I don't want to go on. into what we just did before, just because I hate this song. When I turned I it on, I was immediately song. turned off by his voice, by yeah. everything that had to do yes. with the song. Wow. Terrible. It hurt my ears. No, I always actually, I even when I was younger, thought this was a cool song, but hated his voice. Yeah. So I was like, this Terrible. would be so cool if Blink-182 was singing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. But it would have been much faster because they rushed yeah. through their sets. <laughs> oh, my God. It would have just been like. You would only have had a minute. Yeah, the song would be only a minute and ten seconds. You would have been fine. I'm just a teenage Sarah baby. I'm just a teenage. Like it would have been over. So, guys, if you like um, nostalgia test podcast, please don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah, subscribe and like. like Follow us on all social media outlets that you can find us, and where you can get podcasts: Podbean, Spotify, I, <laughs> Apple. So I'm gonna I'm gonna vote. I yeah, hate this song. Um, yeah, let's move on. I fucking hate this song. This thing is almost as bad. But I would this say. This is why it was a hit because you can't. It's like it's like a car crash. You can't not look at it and talk about it. But I I say it should be. It's almost as bad, Dan. As um, I don't know if Bryce knows that. Like we have a bad meter because like there's two <laughs> episodes that we did 
that to us were like, this should never be played again. It was um, uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Uh, we reviewed that and we we decided it was a terrible album. And um, the Three Musketeers Bar, we tested that out. Yeah. And the Three Musketeers Bar is a terrible chocolate bar. It's time. Yeah. And it should never be it, like how it's sold. It's crazy. This song is that bad. And in my I, opinion. And I, I want to put another one out there and say that it's just as bad as Flash by Queen. Uh, I don't want to hear that song again either. <laughs> I hate that song. I so, yeah, we just... I'm yeah, sorry, did it I think that it's, it's run its course. You know what? Get rid of the bucket hat, get rid of the, the movie clips, and make it like a little bit, like a little bit more like... Like, could it get a little bit more like, I'm just a Now it's good. Oh, that's <laughs> you just brought it past the three musketeers bar. It. I'm liking this, Bryce. Come <laughs> on. See that you, you make... said this was the danger. This is the danger yeah. of having that's somebody the... else play the song. I oh, feel that's like that's they made it more like brick by Ben Folds Five, then we were right. oh, man. that fucking song is amazing. But they made it like Stacy's mom. And because they're right. Stacy's mom. So that's the thing. I wonder, I wonder, now that I hear that story, like I can't imagine. Somebody coming from, I can't believe we're still talking about this song, but somebody <laughs> yeah. coming Dude, from you just brought place. it back to life. I did. You just went into the woods and resurrected the murder. Wow. And wow. then ending up out of the studio with what came out of the studio. You know yeah. what I mean? Like coming from this place of like angst and like, like fear. He, he was, he was like, it sounded like he was like afraid for himself. You know, like this could have been me almost, or people think this could have been me. Yeah. And like the song that comes out, it's trash. It's not. Yeah, there's no emotion. Right, you made emotion, it better. No. You know what? The only <laughs> moment where he where his emotion comes out is right before the chorus. Every time I'm listening to it, that line that's right before the chorus where he goes, uh, she doesn't give a damn about me. It's a, give a damn about me. And then it's like, it comes yeah. right into the crap again. But then he, that, that, that one line, like when he says she doesn't give a damn about me, it's like yeah. he just like pulled his heart out yeah. on that line every time. Yeah. I want you to know that I am a man. LaRue Bulletproof. Love this song. Bulletproof is a song by English synth pop duo LaRue. Duo? Album. Yeah. Written and produced by the duo's members Eli Jackson and Ben Langmaid. The song was released digitally in the UK on uh, the 21st of June 2009 physically and the following day as the album's third single. Now, Bulletproof was met with both critical and commercial success, debuting at number one on the UK singles chart. It was a sleeper hit in the US, where it peaked at number eight on the Billboard 100 in June 2010, following televised performances of the song on the Ellen DeGeneres show, The Last Call with Carson Daly. It had been downloaded 2,324,000 times in the US as of September 2012. This song is great. And wow. Um, but... Because of issues with anxiety, um, LaRue fell 
off because of you know could not perform and all these things so like that's what happened to the group oh, what? Uh, because there were issues yeah so you know you know why it's coming yeah. back right now it's a shame because like have you heard yeah. about like you know have you heard it's been coming back it's a tiktok hit what is really this song oh is it song is no oh i'm so glad you guys haven't heard this so no. the, the the tiktok thing that people do it's called so you think you can hurt my feelings and the first line that you put up on the screen is, so you think you can hurt my feelings? And then the second thing is like a big confession of something like really rough you've been through. Like mm. it, like people showcasing their anxiety and showcasing the things that they've been through that have made them stronger. It's just like the chorus of the song. And you see you see people just kind of like, you know, it's like one of those dance video kind of yeah. things where they show. But like you say, you think you can hurt my feelings? This is why you can't. This is why I'm too strong for you. Mm. you yeah. Know? Wow. That's crazy that like TikTok is bringing back a lot of like, yeah, sleepers that Have were like. Seen, I mean, you you sent me the YouTube link for this, and the the like pinned comment is if you didn't come here because of TikTok, you're a legend. That's that's, like the, that's, that's like the, funny. The most liked comment. On yeah. Maru's YouTube video. Oh my god. Yeah. And <laughs> if you and didn't it, come here because of TikTok, you are ancient. I guess is what he meant. Yeah. Yeah, or you're awesome because you grew up in a great time. Right, exactly. That's you know? what I like to think. When I heard this song, love this song. Oh, Always man. love this song. And the video song. is awesome. This video, yeah. it was yeah. awesome. And what's funny is like this song. Um, when I saw when Robin came back with that really big hit, two big hits yeah. from one of her. Um, I mean, I started to kind of like be like, I like this music and this synth kind of pop kind of music is great. Mm -hmm. But this song was so huge. The fact that it's on a one-hit wonder list like made me sad at the same time because I was like, yeah, like yeah. what happened after this? But she um, was battling with issues of anxiety and things like wow. that. And the group broke up and they but she but they tried to put out two more albums and I think they had a recent album as well. But you know, it's hard to gain that ground back from from this hit. Like this hit was huge. And it was on the radio all the time. I mean, this is a song that... Right, can you great. play any of this or no? But I, I think a lot of... I don't know. I I was trying to play this for a long time. And I do. I do play it. Um, and I do just because I love it. So yeah. Lizzo has a uh, has a song that I love that uh, is very similar. Juice. You know the song mm. Juice? It's like... Uh, uh, a You know, it's oh, yes. wow. 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 So I've been I've been just like mashing them up together. Like wow. I do a verse of that, a verse of, of LaRue, a verse of Lizzo, a verse of LaRue, chorus of Lizzo, chorus of LaRue. Just kind of yeah. whatever I feel like that night. Because when I started it, I could never get like I, I tried to make it a separate song and I could I, I don't know if it's that I the the vibe of the song needs that electronic sound. Yeah. You know, to like when I try to do it, it's like something needs like that it needs part. like the yeah yeah it needs like the yeah. meat behind it it needs that like those like beeps and boops and all that like because <laughs> the chorus yeah like yeah like especially in the chorus part because it's so like not one note but it's like 
Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have driving push. Like, but that's why. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, and that's why, like, I like that the video moves and everything, and and the way she, everything in this song was so good. It reminded me about a lot of groups that were even not even like Larue, but like female-led groups that were really awesome that had some pretty great songs um uh the ting tings they had a hit for a while uh was it the what's my name um oh or my, my name God. that song still crushes that song anything by the yeah yeah yeahs when that, that was like yeah. when that was constantly playing so like it, it really like brought up a lot of other groups for me that i was like oh shit like remember that like that was, that was yeah song. that was a good song so but i, I LaRue, yeah. so larue was a duo it was a duo larue's a group so there's two people. Is she a hired singer? No. So she is part of the group, Ellie Jackson. And then the other Ellie, half, okay. or yeah, or Eleanor Jackson. Um, and the other the other part of LaRue is Ben uh, Langmaid. So okay. them two make the group. Kind of like, it's almost yeah. like the team. Like Billie Eilish. Like, or Billie <laughs> Eilish. <laughs> yeah. Like it's that one dude is doing like is whatever they're doing. And the, yeah. the her brother. Phineas. Yeah. So so do we want to put this to the test now? Yeah, let's do it. I, I feel like I'm ready to just say I love this song and pass I love this song. This song, this song, there's no doubt. No doubt. When when I was so happy that it came on the list and I was like, oh my yeah. God, haven't even thought about this song in forever. And it's yeah. it yeah. was it's it's a great song. F- feel I, good. And song. I'm finally able to play it again thanks to TikTok. So yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And this is a perfect time to take a little bit of break from the show, from this test, from these tangents. I'm going to give myself a little bit of a plug, Dan, if you don't mind. I'm one of the owners of Lithology Brewing Company, located in Farmingdale, New York. We're in New York Farm Brewery. We're in Nano Brewery. Come down. we got 12 rotating tap handles going. Go to lithologybrewing.com for more information or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Lithology Brewing. It's L-I-T-H-O-L-G-Y Brewing. Oh, man. And we've come to the last track. Whew. Wow. Handlebars. The big one. This song. Well, Manny. I, I'm First initial go. thoughts on this Wait, one. Let me, I'll try, say. let me try this one. Can I say before you start playing? Because yeah. you're going to make it sound great. And I'm going to feel know. bad. Go ahead. First of all, this song. I used to make fun of this song. Really? Yeah. Like, I hated the, the song. I was like... With no handlebars, like I was like, where, where's the talent wow. in this song, right? Yeah. Listening to it wow. yesterday and getting deep with these lyrics, mm-hmm. whole other feeling about this song, whole other feeling. So, de- definitely take took back my hatred towards this song. So I was yeah. happy. Sometimes the the test make me upset about my like that I even did the test and then I was like, oh, you just ruined my childhood. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's great. This actually, I was like, I'm glad I went back to this song and got to like listen to it now in, in a different way of like originally yeah. hating it. Cause I wasn't even gonna put, play it all the way through it. And then I was like, wait, what are the lyrics to this song? And I was like, and when was this written? And how was it like, Yeah, it was like the book 1984, like, they they wrote a song that is now relevant it's predicted, it predicted today. the future yeah yeah so uh, i teach middle school and um we were doing i did a project where i had them uh have you ever seen ludicrous rap a children's book no no YouTube, youtube video where he raps llama llama and okay. like they put a beat behind it and he just is like you right he like 
reads the book in a rap style. So I make the kids do that because you have to like, you have to, you have to understand the timing of the beat behind you and then decide how you want to rhythmically place your words and like plan it all out and have a little bit of rehearsal. But yet at the same time, entry level is zero, right? Like there's, you can speak it, you can rap it, you could try to get flavor in there. And then we also like looked at like hip hop history a little bit to like, how, what, how do you not be a poser? How do you be yourself? And so I'm trying to make this lesson plan and I kind of ran it all down and I did it, I did it once. And then I have a, a young, not a co-teacher, but she also, she's taking over some of my general music classes as I'm doing more electives. And I handed her the lesson. She was like, we got to find a, a rap song that has no curses in it where we can just show them all these things instead of just like, I would give them all these tools like end rhymes and, and like rap talk and like just talk with to the rhythm and, and using a, a tag phrases like, so where you can just like have a little phrase that you put a sentence around and then just come back to it. And I just did that, but she's like, let's find a song where we can like do examples of. We come back to her two weeks. She's like, yeah, I ran a lesson with Handlebars by Flowbots and it went really great. I'm like, great. We just, they, they underlined all the words and stuff and like found all the little techniques and stuff. And so I'm like, all right, I'll try that with my next class. So I tried it. I didn't even look at the words. I was like, oh, Handlebars. I remember that song. It was a great song. I remember, I, like, I didn't remember being moved by it like I am now, you know? Yeah. And like, I played this for the kids, a quarantined class of middle schoolers that are like, they're in one room all day and the teachers rotate to them. And like, I played this song for them and they were like, not shook. You know what I mean? It was just like, mm. that's the world. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and we, and we went through all the words and like, looked for all the tips and tools and stuff like that. And then they were like, Oh, an atom bomb. Oh yeah. Like, you know, they're just like, not even like surprised. That like oh, this would be somebody's thought for how the world goes. Wow. You know? Yeah. Wow. It was crazy. So anyway, no. let me let me play a little bit of it. I, I'm freaked out. Right? Yeah. It's, I'm freaked out. There's seventh graders that I did this with. And then I was stopped because I was like, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> We're gonna use fresh prints to Bel Air now. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna use men in black. Let's go. Yeah. We're gonna go there. Anything Will Smith, you know, he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Miami. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. Look at me, look at me, hands in the air like it's good to be alive. And I'm a famous rapper, even when it pass all crookedy. I can show you how to do -si dub I can show you how to scratch a record. I can take apart the remote control and I can almost put it back together. I can tie a knot in a cherry stem. I can tell you about Lee Ferrison. I know all the words to De Colores and I'm proud to be an American. Me and my friends saw a platypus. Me and my friend made a comic book. And I can guess how long it took. And I can do anything I want, cause look, I can keep a rhythm with no Metronome, no metronome, no metronome. I can see your face on the telephone, on the telephone, on the telephone. Look at me, look at me, just about to say that it's good to be alive in such a small world and all filled up with a book to read. I can make money, open up a thrift store, I can make a living off a magazine, I can design an engine 64 miles to the gallon of gasoline, I can make a new Antibiotic. I can make a computer survive aquatic conditions and I know run a business. I can make you want to buy a product. Movers, shakers, and producers. Me and my friends understand the future. I see the strings that control the systems. I can do anything with no assistance because I can lead a nation with a microphone. With a microphone. With a microphone. And I can split the atom of a molecule. Of a molecule. 
trumpet solo. And it feels so good to be alive and on top. And this is, uh, my reach is global. My tower secure. My cause is noble. My power is people. And I can hand out, uh, I can hand out a million vaccinations. Have them all die in exasperation. Have them all healed in the lacerations. Have them all killed by assassination. I can make anybody go to prison just because I don't like them, man. I can eat anything with no permission. I have to do that for my command. Cause I can get a missile by a satellite By a satellite By a satellite I can hit a target through a telescope Through a telescope Through a telescope And I can hit the planet in a holocaust 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 I can ride my bike no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. Wow. Right? Wow. It's, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's like a poetic masterpiece, I think. Wow. Just period. First of all, yeah, like I said, l- I don't remember the song being like I that don't remember caring. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Dan. Say that again. No, I I and to, I don't remember even hearing the song like that it, when it came out. When did this come out? 2008, 2000 2008. I think it, it was The record came out later. in 2005. Yeah. And the Bars was originally released in 2005 on the band's first EP. Uh, before being re-released on flight, uh, Fight with Tools two years later. Um, so 2005, 2007, 2008. So around all that, um, you know, area, around that area. But damn, I, I don't remember it being like that. I, I, I don't, I guess I didn't hear it, you know, but. No. Yeah. No, I, I was distracted by the simple chorus of I can ride a bike with no handlebars yeah. and the Metrodome thing was the only thing I remembered. And I used to, I used to ignore it. Yeah. I used to, it used to be on and I used to be like, whatever. And then watching the video and then mm-hmm. kind of seeing like, it's beautiful, what this beautiful video too. Beautiful oh, video. God. It Amazing. scares me because I'm like, this was in 2008. So was Facebook really, a, I guess Facebook was the thing. Uh, it was yeah. like FaceTime wasn't cameras being controlled by, you know, government wasn't like, the fact that he wrote it or they wrote this and like literally just told the future and he's we're living in present day blew my mind after finally like sitting down and listening to this. And I'm like, this song should be shared all the time saying like, like, is this guy telling the future? Cause he's like, he has that ability or he was just like, this is what could happen. Like, this is what happens with, too much power or what whatever to lighten the mood i think 21 pilot fans need to know this song to oh know that, wow yes you know mm-hmm. yeah is that that 21 pilots exists because of bands like this not that they're the only one yeah. but like this is a great example of and, like somebody paving the way and of for the versatility in a band like that like i don't know how much you've listened to them but their radio hits versus their albums 21 pilots like they have 
the versatility to, to do this beautiful ukulele mandolin ballad versus then this like rap rock, yeah. you know, reggae, mm-hmm. the, their hit things. And I've, this band too, I remember like listening to this album and being like, oh man, all these songs are different. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I'm like still like, uh, you know, Bryce, when you're talking about like playing this, you know, to middle schoolers and trying to get them into it, right? Like, and I'm always doing that in my class as a professor, you know, in a, yeah. with my college level students, like getting them to like listen to certain albums and being like, like, look at this. This is something that I didn't even cross my mind yeah. even bring in and now i'm like oh i got a couple weeks left gotta uh, do it. this is this is coming into yeah. the curriculum because like like watching the video and then listening to the song looking at the lyrics and thinking about everything that's happened i'm like what I, I and it's different i guess maybe that's why too like when you listen to the song back in 2008 or 2007 or whatever right you're listening to it you know and it's like things are okay. You're outside, you're whatever. Things aren't that, I mean, things are not good, but what I mean yeah. is like, it was not- sort of like listening to a Led Zeppelin song about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, this is a cool story. Yeah. Not real. Right. Exactly. And now we're living it. Yeah. Like we're literally so what- living these yeah. things, like the, the social unrest, the type of where we're, we've come out of as a, you know, as well, or where we're coming out of hopefully. And then like all of that stuff, the vaccinations line like that yeah. was so much louder now than when I originally heard the song. And I'm just like, wow. Okay. Right. Yeah. But the other thing that hits me now too, like as I'm older is the, just the craft mm. in the way that this is written, yeah. like the way it starts and, it, and, this, and it's also that craft is what reminds me of 21 Pilots because they write a lot of songs about from youth to adulthood. Like I've, I've heard like two or three songs of theirs that kind of have this vibe of this is what it was like before and this is what it's like now, you know? Yeah. And just like the innocence of I can ride my bike with no handlebars, right? And the innocence of that melody. Oh my God, it's so like, uh, you know. Uh, 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 right? And then to take that innocent melody and say I can end the world in a Holocaust, you know? Yeah, yeah. That, that same innocent like playground melody. Um, Did you notice in the video of like the Twitter bird? Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow. That's but, how like, I see it. I well, agree. We don't see it then. Two thousand. No, we don't. That, like that. No. But Bryce, well, I, I agree. Coming, yeah. I agree that like the, the innocence of the no handlebars thing. And if you watch the video, it even like goes in even more like remember when you used to ride a bike with no handlebars nothing mattered right well, like, you're just no like, not me i've never been able to let go of the damn handlebars i really? wanted to oh, it's been a goal uh, of my entire life oh dude my really? daughter can do it you really i can't do it I used to it's do funny it. i can't do it now i like i do i try it and i do it for like a second dude i've never been able I to do it and as soon as feeling. i let go i don't understand that just the physics don't seem to make sense maybe my, i have a center of gravity or something I used to do that down hills. Like, I feel like when I was a kid, but this is with your hand. It, like, I think about being a kid and riding my bike in general down a hill mm. through intersections. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that stop sign's not for me. And you just go. <laughs> and like, but now I would never ride a bike. I, I don't want to ride a bike. It scares the hell out of me. Then it's just like, oh, I'll get on two wheels and just go wherever. Like, yeah. and, well, it was freedom. Yeah. Yeah. But I like that people, feeling. I've seen take turns with no handlebars. Yeah. I used to do that, and that feeling when when you see the video 
and you're like, all this chaos is going on. And then it clips yeah. to that them riding bikes with no handlebars of like how that moment you forget anything else. Like mm. the freedom of like riding a bike with your hands out that yeah. you're like, you feel like it's, it's crazy to say, and it's, you're like flying. Like mm. that's what it was. It's a great feeling. So like having that be the chorus and then, everything crazy going on and then like that like bringing you back to like you know obviously the video is like comparing like one guy goes into like the corporate world and the other friend goes into like more caring about people they took two different lives and the craziness like going on but then like when they used to ride together with no handlebars of how like innocent they were and like nothing else mattered and they were just like they're that connection that they had but crazy, crazy, man! This is a crazy song. This is a crazy uh, song. I, my mind is listen. Blown. It's not. It's not. It's not my neck, my back. But it's good. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm. I, I don't. Know I'm glad I want. I listened to you do the whole song. That was like, sick. that was awesome. I was uh, like, oh, please don't stop. Like the other ones, whatever. But that yeah. this song, you don't. Yeah. No, you need. Yeah, you need the whole thing. Need it, and I think more people need to like hear it and not that it's like a warning anymore because it's like it is, yeah. it is kind of like what happened and the fact that you said like your kids were like yeah this is the world yeah and they're numb to it now yeah. which is crazy they didn't ask me any questions you know what i mean wow they were like i, I was kind of prepared not prepared i was preparing internally because honestly <laughs> i didn't go through the lyrics before we did this because <laughs> te- the other teacher had like She'd already, she'd already, she said she already did it and it went yeah. fine. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember that song. No handlebars is cute. Yeah. So like, I, uh, but that's I, like, uh, yeah, I just it's... printed it out and handed it out. I was figured I'd, I'd analyze it with them. You know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. just do it together. Then I get to the third verse and I'm just like, this is. Yeah. I'm not. Okay. I'm like, I'm but thinking, it was by done... the time we're done, we're going to be talking. Like, we're yeah. Gonna, yeah. We're gonna get ready. <laughs> You're like, and they what year like, were you born? And they <laughs> were like, all right. So, um. I think I'm going to do Chicka Chicka Boom Boom for my project. Wow. You know, that is, I think, but it, it does also say like to put all these words together to make sense and done, doing it the right way to tell the story is a talent. Mm-hmm. Like co- combining all these issues yeah. and telling that, you know, bl- basically Black Mirror story. That's yeah, this, this is basically, yeah, is, yeah. you know, yeah. It, wow. it's an episode it's, of Black Mirror. But you could read this like a dramatic poem. I think like that's the problem. That's the thing about this song. Like uh, you hear that and you're just like, <sighs> whether that, you know, whether Flow Boss is like one hit wonder or, or, yeah. or not, you know, when I think of putting them in the same list as Weedus, it makes me annoyed. Thank God that this song actually is out there. So For I'm going to say this song, I mean, it doesn't even necessarily even needs to be tested. It 100% passes the nostalgia test is good. Now it'll be good. <sighs> 20 years from now i feel like this song it transcends that space dude i am reading some of the comic comments like and some people are like are reacting like we are and then like some dicks who write some stuff here are just like this is exactly how people that ride bikes with no handlebars act and i was like what does that even mean like it's so ridiculous. Well, I get it because I can't ride. You wouldn't understand because you can ride your bike with no handlebars. <laughs> you guys, you guys are all elitist. You just, 
<laughs> you think so? Then you go out there, you start rock rap groups, and start letting go. Like one of bars and just one of the comments like the is you. one of the comments is I really like this song. It's a beautiful song that shows how far far can one person go if they apply themselves go big or go home and it it has a nice moral that you should assassinate your friends before oh, they start man. revolution against you wow i'm like that's a comment wow but that was seven wow. years ago that's that's the internet for you yeah. that was seven years ago the recent most recent one was four months ago and it was like hits differently today this song needs to be spread out crazy Yo, we have four months do- ago was the last comment comment right now leave a yeah. comment right now oh someone to check out this podcast wow someone wrote a comment four months ago that's the man. last comment yes oh man dude i am i am wiped yeah i have to go get her wipe <laughs> yeah wow holy shit well i'm gonna start playing this song and see if anybody cares Dude, you have to yeah. play. You should be in tears by the end of it every time. But it's a, I mean, we didn't even talk about the rhythmic. It, it's like Eminem level of like dexterity with the way he puts those. He put he puts the word. He plays yeah. with the rhythm. It's like there's never there's a couple of things that you can come back to and kind of know. But then like I didn't do it justice. The way he like lays oh, the words yeah. in the beat is just phenomenal. Like oh yeah, where and and nothing is by accident. Like there are words that land. Like me and my friend, like is in on purpose on the downbeats because like you're he's accenting like this is how kids talk, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's just as I listen to it, there's just more and more connections that keep coming up. You know, it's so good. Yeah. Guys, check out this song. Spread the word. Flow box. Yeah, it's good. Flow this this thing doesn't even deserve to be on a one hit wonder no. list. No, but. Oh my God! Uh, you want to hear a song that I was that I wrote in the two thousands? Sure. Close out the night. Yeah, close it out. Is this nostalgic? Here we go. Okay, let's see if I can remember it. Yeah. Lost in a mind, not the answer to the question. Searched all day to find And she thinks When he's gone I feel like I don't think I need him She said it's time To slow it down Take it easy Show me around Set my heart To right now It just takes time To come back around Between us, you know that every word I said I meant with all my heart, and you know that every moment that was shared between us meant the world to me. the 
puts the 2000 <laughs> tests to bed and the night with a, an original hit by Bryce. Well, Bryce, uh, I want to thank you again for coming on. Uh, this was awesome. Uh, I loved uh, hearing the prescriptor, the uh, explanations, right? Perspective. Sorry. <laughs> um, from someone who actually like is really mm-hmm. knows what they're doing with music. So, yeah. and, and the fact that you play to the public, and like figuring out how to play songs that you liked and like mix them in the right way and sprinkle yeah. it in and stuff. So yeah. appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming pleasure. on. Yeah. And uh, everyone check out Bryce Larson's music and his band. We're going to have all his information in the show notes. And if you want to tell them where they can, uh, you know, follow you or anything. Yeah. Uh, hit, hit me up on Instagram. It's the best Bryce Larson music. Uh, and I got a website, BryceLarsonMusic.com. Yeah, there'll be stuff on Spotify if you look me up, Bryce Larson. Got some stuff coming out soon, working on something with a, with a quintet. A little, little cover album should be fun. Oh, awesome. Oh, nice. Everyone, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us and going through the early 2000s one-hit one wonder list. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at The Nostalgia Test, on Twitter at Nostalgia Test. Subscribe to the podcast and the email for exclusive show notes and announcements when our next lives are coming out. And, you know, let us know what you think. Tell us what you think. Uh, you know, did we get it right? Did we get it wrong? What were your favorite early 2000s uh, one-hit wonders? Um, until next time, see you later. Have a good night, Manny. Good night. All right. All good night. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter at Nostalgia Test and on Instagram at The Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on The Nostalgia Test.